Welcome to Big Natural Talents. Hi, girlies. It's me, Conchetta. And it's she, Lauren. Who, and who's she? The cat's <laughs> mother? It's not yes, me. And Jordy's it is. mother. I am the cat's mother. Where the hell, where does that saying come? What does that mean? <laughs> How could that even mother. be derogatory? It is an yeah. honor to be a cat's mother. It's a privilege. It, it's an honor. It's an honor. It's a privilege. It's the hardest job in the world. And it's the most underpaid, unappreciated job in the world. It's 24 <laughs> hours a day. I'm a nurse. I'm a driver. I'm a therapist. I'm a cook. I'm a personal shopper. I'm a cat mom. Cat mom. Cat mom. And I'm, I have no pets. I'm greedy. I'm selfish. Mm, you are. I don't know what it's like to love another living being. Yeah. To, you, yeah. You won't know real love until you have a, a, a cat, <laughs> a little cat. You, you know that that's all that Ben and I want. I know. And I really think it's not going to happen for a long time. Peace. And I get that because if you're both <laughs> touring comedians in this yeah. crazy business of show, <laughs> then it's it's not it's easy. It's impossible. No. You you know what we need to get? Do you guys remember those toys of those mechanical dogs? Yeah, that flips. That yes, the flips, and like it looks like a robot dog. That was like my dream present for a really long time. We could have one of those. Yeah, you could get one of those. They don't require Mechanical. as much care. Flippy dog. I can't remember if I – I think dog I had toy. one. I think I had one. I was definitely obsessed with them. Maybe I got one at the Easter show or something. And then I feel like I had like oh. another dog that looked like a robot. Yeah. Yeah. I, but do you remember the ones they, they were furry? Yeah, I don't want that. I want them. I want the one that looks like – You want the modern one. robot. You want, yeah, look. You, you want the Tesla dog robot. Yes. Yes, 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 robot dog. I'm just trying to remember. It just had like really square floppy ears and square features. Mechanical mm. dog toy 90s. This one! Sorry for screaming. That's oh, the one. Yeah. It's boxy. It has yeah. floppy ears that are colorful. And, oh. um, <laughs> she just, sorry. listeners, just for the display. Okay, so she was showing me her phone. She just dropped the phone on her face, even though she's sitting upright. I don't know how it happened. I think I had one of those. I think I had that dog. Yeah. How amazing. It was fucking awesome, Sega. Okay, let's think of the old toys we had just for something fun. So do you know what I was addicted to, Lauren? Yeah. Baby Born. Yeah, I had I one. loved, of course we both had Baby Borns. Mm. And we're maternal. I think- and we grew up to be nurturing, <laughs> caring girlfriends <laughs> to men who we feed and bathe mm-hmm. and carry around the shops. My favorite exciting thing about baby bonds was that it could piss and shit. Mm. How true is that of me today? That was the best feature of it, except you'd get that baby born food and it was like that powdered food or something. Yeah. And like you'd use that up in one day. And then it's like, well, now what am I feeding <laughs> my baby? And you're like, well, what can- breast milk. Yeah. Do I start? <laughs> my milk hasn't come in yet. I'm a child. Someone else's. Yeah. You've got to get a wet nurse for your baby born. <laughs> And you can't, you can't find them. You can't. We didn't have Gumtree back then. We didn't have it. 
that's so funny. What's another? Can you think of another toy that you like were obsessed with growing up? I was pretty into my Barbies. I had um, same. Oh, okay. And then I've got another one that I've just thought of. I had a yes. Bar- <laughs> I had a Barbie. This is a buzz. This is a BuzzFeed listicle. It is um, topic, <laughs> and it's spontaneous. And we did not plan to talk about this at all. So. <laughs> That's life, isn't it? Um, mm. I had a Barbie that was like a scuba diving Barbie and it was either like when her <gasps> legs got cold or wet, I can't remember, but like her legs would like turn like the scuba, like scuba black pants, like scuba suit. She would turn into that if you got her wet. And I'm like, imagine like that, is that racial now? Would that would we be able to have a Barbie <laughs> that turned black if you put her in water? <laughs> That's so <laughs> Like my mouth was open just in the sense of like that's amazing technology. It is. The toys, toys are amazing technology. And I don't know about you, Lauren, but I miss toys. I miss being (laughs) enamored with toys. And I sometimes daydream about like just buying myself toys and being like forcing my inner child and forcing myself to play. But honestly, it's lost. If I think about sitting with a Barbie doll, it seems the most psycho thing in the world. Tell me if you agree of being like, hello, Lala. I just don't think I could do it anymore. Yeah. Am I wrong? You know, do we agree? What do we think? Yeah. Are we too old for toys at age 28? <laughs> could we play dollies or not? Um, <laughs> I think we're probably too old for toys, but also, you know, there's schools of thought that say that we should kind of embrace our inner child um it's part of like that you know reparenting ourselves Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um which is something that people do who have trauma not us um (laughs) (laughs) so maybe that would be good it would kind of like tickle that part of your brain and but then then it's like where do you stop what so to reparent yourself you just fully do you fully go back like or you know, do you play with toys all day and act like a baby and then <laughs> no, like, suck a dick not- at nighttime? Like you can't just go from one to the other. <laughs> I can't be a sexual being with a Barbie doll. <laughs> and everyone knows that that's kind of my main thrust in life is being a sexual Sucking being. Dick. And Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that. You're a sex kitten and a cat mom. Yeah. <laughs> And a and a pussy hound, <laughs> sex kid and cat mum pussy hound. Maybe that's the that's uptitle. The Insta bio. <laughs> that's the uptitle. Yeah. I'm writing that down actually. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Hang on. What was it called again? Sorry. Sex kitten, cat mum. Sex mom. kitten, and cat pussy hound. Pussy hound. <laughs> it's the trifecta. Okay. The holy trinity. Yeah. That's so funny because it's all cat related. That's genius. That's the joke. And <laughs> oh, that's so good. I thought it was genius before that. <laughs> wow. Anyways, do you have anything? What did you bring to talk about? What's happening oh. in, in, in the sex kittens world? In, in my sex that you've been thinking, world. rattling around in your brain. God, well, I'm worried like the things I've brought are not even going to be half as fun <laughs> as that. Before before we get on to the drudgery of my <laughs> life, I remembered another toy. Did you have a My, yeah. a my Secret Diary? It was like a voice-activated <gasps> diary. Oh, 
my god mm-hmm. did i ever that <laughs> diary was my fucking life it was a purple mm-hmm. hard cover yeah, i know I and had it. it would voice activate it would be like what is the password mm-hmm. or something or, and then it would be like access um, denied if it was wrong yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god i'm freaking out and um and in that diary, I still have all the little pieces of paper I kept from that diary. And like every year, Lauren, I would write what my name is, what my age was, what year I was in, who my best friends were, what my favorite movies were, what my favorite books are. Like I was so much more about cataloging who I am mm. and what I like and what makes me me. Like every year religiously, I'm obsessed with that part of myself because now you ask me, how are you? I like fall apart into mm. a million pieces if you're like couldn't what does tell you like who are you as a person <laughs> couldn't fucking tell you couldn't write whereas every single day I was writing what my personality traits were who my best friends were and why and what my favorite color was because possibly it could change everywhere yeah every year but it didn't you know whereas I love that girl and I love that diary and I reckon we would have like a 90% crossover in toys what about Polly Pocket <laughs> <laughs> you got really <laughs> mad <laughs> Okay, take a breath. Take a sec. I I don't. Did you? Did you? I never had Polly Pocket. I think that was like the one thing I didn't. <gasps> I never had. And maybe I think I wanted it, but I didn't. I never had it. Yeah. Wow. That's my tragedy. What about those? What about those felt boards? Do you remember those felt boards? Yeah. Which was like blue, half blue, half green, and like felt. Maybe this is way. No, no, no. Yeah, I had that. That's like I remember having that. That is old timey, but I had it. Like and then you have yeah. like felt shapes yeah. and you could like make pictures with all the different kind types of yes. felt. That is like that f- makes us sound like olden days people. That makes us sound like <laughs> we were playing with like a hoop and a stick. You know, it's like <laughs> we didn't have an iPad for watching movies. We had a, a felt board and we placed <laughs> felt shapes on the felt board to make our own images and little stories. <laughs> but I did. Sorry, one more. Sorry, one more thing. Yeah. Do you remember the ball? That was 20 questions. It was like a red <gasps> electronic ball yes. that you could play 20 questions with. That was amazing. I just love it toys. Knew. That it was, was amazing. That was intelligent design. It always knew. It was amazing. It. How did it know that? It must be like numbers and maths, but yeah. Damn, I love toys. I love toys. What else? <laughs> I don't think nothing else is really sticking out. My brother played like more video games than me. I didn't play many video yep. games, but I watched him play a lot of video games. And then, yeah, I was trying to well, – I think I didn't write that much in my my secret diary, but I can remember writing, like, one page because there was going to be a new school uniform at my primary school, and I was writing, mm. like, I hope it's a cool skirt and a top and, like, <laughs> drew a picture of, like, a cool skirt and a shirt with a little tie, you know, to make it sexy – and sadly, it was polo it, shirt, so I wasn't. I didn't look sexy as an eleven-year-old. No, Lauren, you seriously were a sex kitten from the second you were born. Absolutely, and for a long time, it was pretty problematic, actually, for, <laughs> <laughs> to be a child. That's what makes you and I so and a sex kitten so different. You you knew about what was cool. You knew what a cute skirt was and what kind of top would be slutty versus what wouldn't. Yeah. And I had absolute no hold on how I looked. I was a girl that had like a a, a low pony for several years. A, can you imagine like a big curly ball at the base of my neck? Yeah. 
for like years and years. Like like a little spaniel no- you would have been. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not I to say I didn't look good though. I just was ac- <laughs> acutely aware of how ugly I was. <laughs> like I would have, it would have been better to have the low pony and not know and not care. I'd like bitten the apple, right? I was just an ugly child that knew that she was ugly. No, no, no. Impossible. Now, can I say, so you were, you were, when you were young, you had fiercely long hair mm-hmm. as you do now. Fiercely. And there was this one girl in, in my primary school and I'm still friends with her to this day. Her name is Bernadette Kyle. She listens to the pod, I think. Shout outs. She had long, long hair like you. And it was like her thing. And I just remember it being like, it separated her from the crowd, having this really, really, really long, like, you know how when you're young, you're like a meter tall? Yeah. Imagine the hair being like 850 centimeters. Like it's almost all of you, yeah. which is so cute. Did that Was that your experience? Like were you the long-haired girl? Was that part of your lore, part of what <laughs> made you stand out? Yeah, in the, in the lore of Lauren, L-O-R-E. <laughs> um, I think like long hair was always definitely my thing, but it was not like – coveted by the other children it was like adults thought I had beautiful hair because also I had red hair and people forget people become adults and then red hair is a sexy (laughs) fetish and it's all fun and games people forget (laughs) about what it was like being a child with red hair in the in the noughties or whatever you know like it was not cool it was not good you know people hated red hair Ranga, Chris Lilly really put a blight on my community. Um, so I know I've always had long hair, so but it was, it was, it always had to be tied back at school. Anyway, I had to have two long plaits and adults would like stop me in the street and be like, you've got beautiful hair. And then um, when I was like three or something, then I got so used to it being stopped at the time that once someone like was talk like stopped and said something and I said, I know my hair. And they're like, <laughs> And then once someone says something and then I was like, aren't you going to say anything about my hair? That's so funny. Lauren, that's like the time that I was like when the when we were driving in the car and the guy, <laughs> the guy opened his window and I was ready for him to like ask me out and he was like, your petrol cap's on. Yeah. You're like, oh, I thought he was going to tell me I was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's you- so funny and cute. Anyway, but back to the – Back to the re- back yeah, to reality. Let's go to drudgery. Drudgery. I'm sick of this. Um, <laughs> I I'm I'm working somewhere different at the moment, which is fun. I'm doing some writing at the ABC on a show called Question Everything. Um, you should check it out. It's like a just like a silly news panel show, um, and it's pretty good. I guess like my main comment on it was like I haven't done much TV writing stuff, and this is just like a two week little thing, and I'm like the intern vibe, so everyone is like being nice to me. But do you feel the same? Like I feel like whenever I've done any like TV kind of thing, everyone is like really nice. They're like, hey, sorry, I just wanted to say um, I know that like that thing you wrote, it didn't make it into the show, but I just need to let you know that it was actually perfect and amazing and you're killing it. And, yeah, (laughs) nothing you write is actually going to be in the show, but like that's not because it was um, bad. It's because it was actually just like too good and amazing and it was perfect. So so, thank you so much. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay. Like, I know it's not good. <laughs> Do you get that? Have people been really nice to you? I think maybe they think comedians need to be, like, treated very carefully. We're very volatile, volatile people, which they're right. They absolutely do need to treat me like I'm a baby. Mm. So they're right to do that. Mm. 
but I don't know. I I think okay, several things. One, I can't really speak to that. I haven't really written for a TV before, but I you know when you do shows and you go on TV and we've talked about being new. I mean, I didn't. Uh, I famously like felt like TV is devoid of a lot of feedback. It's like they mm. just shove you out there and they're like, "Good luck," and and you're kind of like on your own. Even if they do try to like help, I I don't know. This is hard. Anytime I answer any question, I don't know what to say. It's also not a good but, um, question, so don't. It's not on you. <laughs> it's kind of a two way. I, I was. <laughs> I was actually going to say, I mean, we would have to, like people who would have more knowledge of this could be like, oh, that's normal versus people who would be like, no, that's actually a rarity. Like if you write for pieces, they would barely, like I think it well, would totally be different and I have no other um, yeah. case studies to present. I feel like it's not normal. I feel like surely because all you're told about any showbiz is that it's like a brutal cutthroat world. So, mm. but I don't know, like, at what level do they start being honest with you and saying, like, yeah. you're not good enough, you're not doing a good job? Because I – and yeah. would I want to be there or would I love to just stay in this baby area where I just pop in every now and then? Play pen. I'm never really getting a permanent yeah. job, but I'm just there for a little bit. And Lauren's joining us this week. She's going to be <laughs> sitting in and then just – you know, just people being yeah, nice. Yeah, whereas if you became permanent, yeah. you'd just be another chump. Yeah. And you wouldn't get the nice comments, nice hair and, like, perfect work yeah. and stuff like that. Exactly. And and only we can decide what we need Yeah, what, out of our <laughs> workplace. <laughs> and right now, what is serving me, you know? It, it's being lied to by some nice people <laughs> at the ABC. That serves me well. Definitely. That's that's beautiful. Just take it and let yeah. us know if it changes. But I, I will. doubt it won't, especially if you're an intern mm. and, um, you know, the position is meant to be supportive to lead people into a world. But I'll ask Ben, like Ben did that last year. I mean, he did it for a week instead of two weeks. And I wonder if he got that same treatment. He might not have. Yeah. Well, they ask but him. But also that man doesn't speak, so we don't know. <laughs> we'll never <laughs> we don't know. know actually what happened. He, will he break his <laughs> silence? We will see. We will see. But what have you been up to this week? I don't think I have anything else to report about the show except for the same feedback that I've said about TV before, which is that the studio is really cold to be in. Yeah. Um, the office yeah. was also really cold um, a few days this week, and I was losing my mind. It's not interesting, but just so you know, it was really cold, and I was like, just so you know, is anyone are cold? And is anyone going to do about anything about this? And people are like, oh, is it a bit cold in here? And in my head I'm like, I'm going to die. Screaming. I'm freaking if, – yeah. if this was like – this is my first day, so I can't get up and make something happen. But if this was my third day, I'd be like, hey, guys, let's all get together. What are we doing about this situation? How are we – anyway. I, I I can't. I think it would be funny if you the next day came in with like a giant puffer jacket on <laughs> yeah. and gloves and mittens. Just a full ski suit and being like, yeah, it's cold. <laughs> and I can't – I can't we'll be bear like, it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's not conducive to being funny. You know what's conducive to being funny? Switch it the other way. Sauna. Yeah. Hot. Sweating. <laughs> Get that's hot. when great ideas come when you're when you're hallucinating. Because <laughs> it's so hot. Yeah, when you're like in the desert and you're walking along and then you see <laughs> a mirage. <gasps> like that mirage is comedy gold usually. It's like a sketch. It's a bit. <laughs> 
Um, okay, can I go to the thing that I've been dying to talk to you about? Absolutely. Okay, so this is so boring what I've been is, talking about. So No, 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 no. No, never. So what I want to say is actually this is for the listeners to share with them. Lauren and I, a week or so ago or whatever, we went and did Seinfeld trivia. Oh, yeah. Which is really a fun novelty experience that I want to share with everyone. How did we not I, talk about that? Yeah. Abs- that's I so know. Because we had guests. So we went to the Seinfeld trivia and – Famously, I used to be a trivia host for like a year or so. And you would think that I love and am obsessed with trivia pre-working there and post-working there. You'd be wrong. No. Barely have ever gone to trivia nights. Not that I have anything against them. I actually think I did it once and I was like, it's too loud Mm. and the questions are hard. It's hard. So this isn't for me. Yeah, and it's often (laughs) too long is my feedback for trivia. The nights are way too long. It should be like the one round. Like you feel out the one side of the page and then they're like, oh, there's a whole other side. It's insane. My my ex-boyfriend used to host trivia as well and I remember I went like once and it was like two and a half hours or something or three and I was like, I was like, I'm going to die. I don't know how people are doing this. <laughs> Fucking hell. This is like a university lecture at this point. If it's three hours, that's a whole, that's a double period. Truly. So we went and that was really fun. All I have to say about it is that um, <laughs> it was way harder than we thought or mm-hmm. that I ever thought. I don't know about you. Yeah. Two, can we tell them the name that we picked that like bombed so hard? Yeah. And then the crush name. yes please you have to say (laughs) so the the name that we did first which bombed really hard in the room and (gasps) maybe I don't know why I guess it was kind of obscure and also maybe it was like the joke in it the pun was also kind of like a comedy joke (laughs) so the first one was it was Joel Riffin okay absolute silence from you guys too um (laughs) (laughs) if you pitch that at Question Everything HQ, applause. Absolutely. The comedians, yeah. Will Anderson, they would lie down on the floor. Yeah. But we were in a room <laughs> of Seinfeld heads over comic legends. Yeah. So the joke. So silent. Um, to, to explain it, Joel Rifkin is a murderer, I think, in the 90s. And there was a character in Seinfeld called Joe Rifkin as well. And they'd always, always make it up, make jokes about him. And then riffing in is a comedy, you know, when you're riffing jokes. So we said joke. Like what we do. Yeah. Every second of this podcast. What we podcast. do. So maybe like when people didn't laugh at Trivia Night, we should have gone, hey, sorry, can we just stop and explain a few things? We're comedians. <laughs> and what we do is we riff. And that's kind of what <laughs> this is in relation to. So it bombed because like it was actually my favorite part of the Trivia Night, <laughs> which is where you say, everyone, come up with a, a name. Mm. And the funniest name gets like a bar voucher or whatever. And so they were saying all the names and there were so many teams and some crushed hard, some were just fine and ours literally got crickets. But then in round two, Lauren thought of an even better name mm. that, I mean, it was wasted because it doesn't get read out. Yeah. But what was it? Um, it was the Art Vandaladies. Come See, that's, on. And that's, that's crushing. I can hear you guys laughing even <laughs> though I'm not there. <laughs> Art Vandaladies. That was really good. Because Art Vandalay is so that's a funny thing I- character in Seinfeld or a silly name that they use. Absolutely. Hopefully a lot of these listeners are Seinfeld fans. If you're not, you should go watch it. Now this, telling the audience this, this is what I wanted you guys to hear. But this leads me to the main thing I want to talk about, which mm. is recently I was at Ben's, one of Ben's best friends and one of my friend's 30th birthdays. And it was like an intimate sort of lunch. It was really special. But in the middle of it, and these are mainly Ben's friends from like school and their partners and whatever, in the middle of it, 
they turned to me and they're like, hey, Conchetta, like they'd all been talking about it and I was in another conversation. They're like, hey, Conchetta, would you fuck Larry David? They'd all and- been talking about it behind your back. <laughs> they were all like, I don't know, would she? Wouldn't he? Wouldn't she? He's pretty old. But no, she's kind of gross like that. She, <laughs> Let's just ask her. <laughs> So, but it was so funny to be put on the spot for a question I actually hadn't really properly thought about in an academic way. (laughs) And I think my answer was ultimately no. Interesting. And they were shocked by that. And I just wanted to pose the question to you. Would you fuck Larry David? If he was like hitting on you, like everything has to be the same. Like you're who you are. You're who he, he, he's you, like. You, you And I was saying this, I was like, am I with Ben? That was my first question. I was like, am I still with Ben? And I can't remember. I think it was like, answer with both. If I was with Ben, like, but anyways, then the follow-up question, they were like, would you fuck Jerry? And I was like, I would fuck him today, tomorrow, yesterday. That is, I would fuck him with Ben if I was with Ben or without Ben. But with Larry, I think it's different. So that's my question to you. Would you fuck Larry David? And then next, would you fuck um, Jerry Seinfeld and obviously I need a why mm. and w- tell us show us you're working <laughs> I mean my instinct with these questions of like would you fuck this person would you fuck this person is always to say like yes because it seems like like for the experience and to get to meet them and hang out in an intimate way because but I'm confused because it's like am I like meeting Larry David either way and he's gonna hit on me and I can either say yes or no or is it like, blink my eyes, he's here, rock hard, ready to go? <laughs> or I say no and we continue on this podcast and never shall our paths meet, you know? So interesting. So that's I hate my thought. When we yeah. pull apart questions, it makes it so less fun. I know. But of course I know. our brains do that. I'm a I just want to be like, okay, I think this is the only way you can answer it. Mm-hmm. If you were put in a vacuum... <laughs> And you, the thing happens, you never meet him any other way. Like it's just sex. You're put in a vacuum. It's just sex. You don't get to hang out. You don't get to talk. You know, it's just sex as an act and it doesn't affect his life. It doesn't affect your life and everything else is the same. It's just, would you fornicate with this person? I think I'm a no. I well, don't find him attractive enough. Yeah, if it's just, would I just have sex with him and, like, you don't get to hang out at all? I guess, like, I mean, you would get to do the normal amount of chit-chat or whatever, I guess. Would there be a little bit of, or is it just fully <laughs> carnal? <laughs> like, just their body, like, you know? Or is it the whole, because it's not just that. It's the whole experience. Because, no, I don't want to have. You want to be wined, dined, and 69. And I'm telling you, there's only 69. No. (laughs) The wine and dine is the best part. (laughs) Oh, I think. I don't know. I I think the question you want to be asked is, would you go on a date? Yeah. Or would you go for dinner? I'm overthinking. Which, obviously, we would all say yes. It's just like. I'm overthinking. Could you see him sexually? Based on pure physical sexual attraction, sexually, as a sexual person, as a sex kitten. um, (laughs) No, I'm not. I wouldn't. As a pussy hound. Yeah, as a pussy hound, I'm not sexually wanting to have sex with Larry (laughs) David. Um, I'd love to the chance to meet him. I'd be flattered if he hit on me. And then probably also similarly, Jerry Seinfeld, just for the. You know, I think it would be like a fun experience to have under my belt. So for that, I would want to. But if it's if you're asking me like, you know, human to human, carnally, 
am I do I find him mm. that sexy? No. He's not Interesting. that okay. sexy. What about Elaine as the character Elaine? In character as Elaine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... I don't want to say Julia Louis-Dreyfus <laughs> and you get to be like, oh, from her Veep days, from her from her the old adventures of New Christine. No, I want like Elaine. I'm, now I'm going through the Seinfeld cast. Going through the I'm cast. I'm going to ask you about Elaine. I'm going to ask you about George. I'm going to ask you about Kramer. Like, would you have SEX of them? Oh, look. Oh, God. I'd, I've really muddled it up in my head now. Like, I think I probably would have sex with most of them because it would be f- right. it'd be fun. It'd be good fun. It wouldn't be like <laughs> I'm, like, wet just thinking about it like I would be for a Brad Pitt, you know. It'd be a- right. <laughs> Do you That's agree? so funny. Um, yeah, I think for the story, for the podcast. <laughs> for the podcast. No, I actually could not bring myself to fuck George. And I mm, don't. It would be hard. And I, I don't know if I could even fuck Kramer. And he was like my favorite the whole time. Maybe I could. That's actually really hard. And it was funny. <laughs> one of the guests at the party was like, Kramer was the one who got it the most. Mm. He was like fucking all the time. Well, what I would say for Kramer is like, I think he would be the craziest in bed. He would really <laughs> bring a physicality to it. And that's why I think that you'd have to say yes. It might be the kind yeah. of thing where you, you know, in your head, you're kind of like, oh, I don't know if I could, but like when it was happening, you, you could, I think. Just need you to know, we are gonna finish up with a um at the end of the episode, just so I remember. We have to do a Seinfeld fuck watch. But yeah, can I ask you something else? Have you seen Brad Pitt's skincare line? I saw and all the flack it's getting. I heard about it. I haven't like looked into it, and I'm also like, why are Great. you doing this? Like, why would you want to yes. like you don't you? Why do celebrities want to like do more like? You're already so rich. I know. And you do enough. I know. Why do you want to, like, do more admin? Because surely having a skincare line would just be, like, having more admin. What's the point? I know. And things that I've learned from my readings. One, he was, like, he doesn't want to be the face of the brand. But then he's, like, done Vogue interviews about it. If you go on the Instagram, his face is everywhere. Who else's face Um, are you going to use? You've got Brad Pitt's face, like, on the books, getting paid. It's It can't just sit there for free. It's literally, like, um... You know that um, Larry David has in his show when he wants to be a silent partner, but you want everyone to know anyway? It's that. He's like, I want to be the silent backer of the skincare brand while at the same time being the face of it. So that's stupid. On top of it, they were talking about how, do you know that Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were in like a legal battle over the, the what are the things that grow? The grapes in a vineyard, a the vineyard that grew these the for the skin kegs it's made from like oh there's grapes um, in the lotion berries or something yeah. something like that it's like i want a very specific type of berry so what's going on there was she going to be involved like i didn't even know they've fallen apart why haven't we addressed this oh uh, gossip town i but think we did red pit and angelina aren't they Brand. so ang- like we we slightly addressed it. We slightly addressed it in I think me saying that I just didn't want to hear a word against Brad Pitt because I'd rather like live in <laughs> ignorance and think that yeah. he was hot than to actually hear that he may be a bad guy, a monster, etc. Oh. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's not my yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We can leave it. We don't want to know. Thank <laughs> you. Brangelina are still together in the BNTU. Okay. Brangelina yeah. lives in BNTU, <laughs> the BNT universe. By the way. 
Oh my God, that makes me dream that one day we have a university, BNTU. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So this conversation is bringing up two things. One of them I already had down and it's Great. a fun fact, but the other one I didn't plan to talk about, but I just thought of it. When we were saying like celebrities, why they're always doing this stuff, obviously like the Kardashians, they're always doing these stupid things. Fucking Courtney has poosh, mm-hmm. which I've got an article to talk about if we have time. Um, and right. freaking Kendall has like a tequila brand. Why? I know. Um, I saw Jordan Woods. So do you remember Jordan, Kylie Jenner's yes. ex-best, ex-best friend? friend? And she was ousted from the family because she slept with Chloe's Tristan. Um, but again, like, I mean, now, like, who hasn't, I guess? So, but she turned an age 25 or something and her boyfriend gave her a present and it was a letter and it was like meant to be girl boss and inspiring but I was like this is actually the worst present ever he wrote her a letter that was like baby I've like bought you all of the nice things in the world and now you're 25 you're a woman you're grown your birthday present is that you can come up with two business ideas and I will fund them for you it's like (gasps) what's this like fetishization of being a businesswoman yes she's like what the fuck i don't want to run a business i'm on instagram being hot right totally (laughs) it's so i mean that is the business half of it it is crazy and it's um you know what's made me really sad i'm reading this book it's not even a book it's greta thunberg's speeches all compiled together and she's talking about how insane it is that in 10 years we could the, the world could be irreversibly damaged and the extinction of the world with the rates of CO2 and stuff. And she was saying like, and she's she has Asperger's, so she's like sees everything in black and white. And so she's like, I thought if this, if the end of the world was coming, it would be the only thing we would talk about. It would be all on the news. It would be a constant. And she was like, but no one says shit about it. She's like, I feel like I'm going crazy. Why aren't we all talking about it? Why aren't we caring about this? Instead, it's the opposite. It's people talk and do everything. And it just then further makes me think about when we look at fast fashion, when we look at businesses making these multi-million dollars, no one wants like, and this is not everyone. There are obviously good people out there doing good things. But when you look to the media, it is literally all about excess. It's about more. It's about profits. It's about oh, I need a business. That's what it feels about skincare. It's like, do you know we have enough fucking companies who make amazing skincare to to serve all of us? But it's like, no, we need Brad Pitt to come in and be like, hey, here's this $350 fucking bullshit cream that's way better. It's like, that's what it feels like. It's like, as usual, everything is becoming even more saturated. Like everything is like pushing and shoving what I'm like, which only makes it even more debilitating for normal people and also it's killing the world it's like the more that you're like i need to make my own fashion brand and get things from china and cost them a million dollars and up market and it's all about marketing and branding which all looks the same anyway it just makes me really depressed yeah it makes me really depressed to be honest it is crazy yeah. we've got enough cream we've got enough cream there's more important things to do it is crazy that's even like yeah the people at exxon Mobil and stuff like the people who own the fuel thing mobile the petrol stations and yeah. stuff um like they knew about climate change like in the 70s and they were just like yeah let's repress this information mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. how anyway bad vibes any <laughs> yeah um, i know not to get negative yeah. but it's like um hey jordan i hope you make a beautiful business that 
I don't know, like at, at some, like helps people on some level. Yeah, like do we have, like be a girl boss, but at what cost, right? Um, I know. And also it's not just Jordan's problem. It's like all the fucking Kardashians. Like, I mean, I guess Kardashian Kim is like going to be a lawyer and stuff, but. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What do we Whatever. do? You just don't need a business, guys. You don't need you a don't business. Need it. Unless it's a podcasting business and then you should have one if you're <laughs> no, us. This is a hobby. This is a hobby it's for us, actually. a hobby. Now, we should wrap up soon um, before we get into gossip. Do you want to do um, fuck watches? Do you want to oh, tease gossip? Do you have something to finish do, on? I've got something to finish on, okay, and it's kind of Benjamin Button Great. adjacent. I mean, I said Benjamin Button. Spoiler alert, okay? It's Brad Pitt adjacent because it's about Benjamin Button. <laughs> do you remember the movie Benjamin <laughs> Button? It's about a baby that's born old and it's old and then it becomes young like that. Do you, um, this concept. Yeah, I remember, but I never saw it. Yeah. You don't even need to. I don't know. I was just thinking about it because you know when you meet old people and they're always like mm. so much more secure in themselves and like happy and wise, like with age comes that kind of sense of self, you know, this kind of a deep, more contented nature. And I was like, yeah, is it a, like it's a shame almost that you're only going to be kind of happy and content when you're old when now I'm like young hot healthy fit and like tormented every day Mm. I was like do we think it would be better to like (laughs) do do it the other way around like I don't know like if you could choose would you want to be like Benjamin Button vibes like you every year you get younger and like hotter or you're getting older am I explaining this yeah, no, I get I get the concept. I think my answer is I want the status quo. Yeah. I understand what you mean. I just feel like that's kind of the beauty of aging is you need the the lessons to come with not giving a fuck as you age versus like I don't want to be young and know everything. That's part of the maybe the beauty of it is like you make mistakes and you don't know and then – yeah, like I mm. understand it would be like, oh – Let's have it the other way where it's like I I get to slowly um, – wait, so does it mean if you're old but you're born young, you just have all the lessons from the beginning to the end or do you have the lessons and you lose them as you grow younger? Don't have the lessons. You have an old withered body. You have – you you like oh. are born – oh, my God. I didn't oh. think this so it's through. It's just physical. Yeah, physical. And so It's just physical. And then as you get older and wiser, your body is getting better and younger. Oh, this was the worst question. I regret it every day. No, no, it's really not. I was thinking about it in the car the other day. Um, But then it would also be bad, actually, because would it fuck you up to, like, be an insecure teenager and you're also, like, a wrinkled, old, ugly person, you know, with arthritis? I hate – yeah, to me that fucks – I hate to be, like, the status quo is best, but I'm, like – it seems like that will be fraught with problems. I think it would be fraught with problems, especially if it was just you in a normal world. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. That's what I mean. Wow. No, no. And then also what, are you dying when you – wait, so you start as a baby and you're wrinkled and disgusting. Yeah. And then – as you get older, you're getting more hot. And what's the finish point? You you die when you're like a perfect young. I think, old? yeah, oh I remember watching. I mean, we should watch the film. We should watch the documentary, A Curious Case of Bedroom Button, starring Brad Pitt. Um, but 
you he like becomes like a child he becomes a child at the end and it's kind of like an alzheimer'sy dementia vibe like because he's like a kid and he's forgetting Whoa. things and then he's a baby and then i think it's kind of just like movie magic just like just like boo and then he just like dies when he's a baby but would you really actually then like turn into like a bloody covered fetus and then a sperm and crawl up into a pussy somewhere like how far mm. does it go yeah I, that's my answer what's What's yours? Did you decide? I don't know. I think maybe status quo probably is good, but there's something to be said for if it was the whole world, it might be cool to be the other way around. But then we'd have a movie that was the opposite and we'd be having this conversation and (laughs) we'd be like, maybe it'd be better to be born young. (laughs) So who knows? Yeah, it sort of broke my brain. I'm happy to, like, leave it at that. Yeah. Can we do a quick fuck watch to just pick this up before we go into gossip? Yep. Can we – just an apology. Okay, you pose it to me. Okay. Go, go, go. Who did we talk about? Um, the Seinfeld? The Seinfeld characters. Okay. Fuck watch. Brad Pitt and Larry David. It's kind of a crazy one because I just said that I would fuck Brad Pitt and I wouldn't fuck Larry David. But also, no, I think that would be, I think that still would be good because Larry would be the one with the funnier commentary. Right? Yeah, but do you like that kind of stuff? No. I wouldn't want silliness. (laughs) No. (laughs) I need to know that Larry can be a freak, a freak, or is he focused on it? Is he, I don't want him to be cutthroat about me and brad yeah but don't tell me i'm gonna fuck Larry. but maybe this is the time i fuck larry and brad's it's so hot brad watching and whispering mm. in my ear oh yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna submit that yeah. to the to the council you could fuck larry and that's while you're answer. looking at brad <laughs> you know just put <laughs> chuck a bag over larry's head or something and guess what this one's called benjamin button yeah, that's good. Curb the young and old. C- curb your Benjamin oh. Button. <laughs> that's good. Too. And you? Are you going the flip? Uh, no, I think I'm still going to fuck Brad Pitt, actually. I'm going to fuck Brad Pitt and do yeah. my best to ignore Larry David, who I'm sure would make that yeah. not easy. Because he'd be like, oh, what are we doing here? What am I doing? He'd be mad or something. <laughs> he'd be trying to get out of the room. Okay. That's that for this week. Tune in to Thursday app where we're going to be talking about chess, anal bead stuff, gossip. Um, the gossip with the Try Guys. Yep. Maybe if we fit in a haunted um, plane that I know about. And I heard a- That's kind of- Yeah. A, oh, yeah. I heard, heard a rumor about Kesha, the singer. <gasps> da, 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 okay. da, da. And I have no idea who the Try Guys are and what it means. So Conchet is going to be explaining it to me. Pretty excited for that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.